Human being in the U.S. could never imagine, and for this guy to go before the U.N. and say things are going great, we have socioeconomic progress. Right, he on the phone. <laughs> this guy. So call me after the uh, emergency room, or I'll call you back right after this uh, interview. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll get that back to you. Hey, Danny. All right. All right. Take care. Bye. Peace. Jabari, how you doing? Very, very well. Very, very well. Um, thank you so much for doing this, man. And I know that you're a very busy guy, so I want to definitely get right into it. Uh, so you'll probably be new to my viewers. I don't know if they ever watch Telesaur, ever watch uh, Press TV. But if you could just give an introduction of yourself. Um, I remember you from the PSL. Um, so good to see you again. <laughs> yeah, peace. Good, good to see you. Thanks for the work that you do. Um, yeah, I remember you. It's been a, it's been a few years, and uh, hope you holding it down up there in in New Haven. Same struggle across this country and and, and world. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just one of those things where I was on one of the last flights out of Haiti, having no idea that um, this would become the number one headline in the world, and that's a good starting point, Jabari, because Haitians are being displaced and massacred by the dozens and hundreds. Thousands, thousands are being displaced from neighborhoods across Port-au-Prince, Matissan, Cité-Soleil. So I've been back and forth to Haiti um, the entire winter, spring, into the summer. Um, and that wasn't worthy of a U.S. headline. Right. But when they get, um, you know, it really wasn't, wasn't the president who was killed. It was a petty tyrant, a mediocre dictator who was ambushed and killed. There's certainly a lot of intrigue. Uh, people are looking for those answers. The way they carried out that stealth operation was, was savvy. It was well, it was sophisticated. It was well-armed. It sounded like a trilingual thing. It looked like, um, I don't know if you've seen the latest footage, but it looked like Jovenel Moise's presidential guard just was on the run because they thought it was the DEA. Right, right. Which... What a what a crazy. mind trick! Yeah, what yeah. A, what a mind trick! As soon as you see a white man or hear the DEA, yeah. you internalize. I'm gonna put my gun down after all your training. So mm -hmm. there's a lot there in terms of mental colonialism and and again, right. another way to frame this is the death of this petty neoliberal neocolonial puppet. A good or bad thing. That's there's no answer to that. It's neither a good nor a bad thing. It's almost a non-factor in Haitian history. Uh, right. We'll see how it plays out dialectically in the upcoming weeks. But um, the the state immediately yesterday put the whole country under siege, declared a state of emergency. Um, all the organizations at the grassroots, the leftist anti-imperialist groups, had demonstrations planned for yesterday. They were going to wear all red yesterday, symbolizing the bloodshed of the Jovenel Moise regime. Mm -hmm. um, and then today was going to be dressed in all white, a day of mourning. And then Sunday is the big international day. I think Sunday will go 
forward, but there's a 14-day state of siege. There's a 14-day state uh, 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 funeral um, mourning period, official mourning period. And it's like, but 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 all the journalists, all the revolutionaries, all the grassroots activists, all the innocent bystanders, we're right. talking hundreds and, and by now thousands. Right. They didn't get one day of uh, you know official morning so bunch bunch of bullet points just to just to jump into the hypocrisy the u.s media's response i mean i read it to know how the enemy's thinking but they're already talking about a reinvasion and a reoccupation of haiti and that's a that's the conversation that i had yesterday um and do you think it will be do, i don't do you think it will be like a, co- a coalition between probably colombia and brazil with a u.s coalition yeah, well, the Colombian syncophant, the Colombian tyrant, Ivan Duque, immediately put out a public statement that the OAS should be fully involved as if they weren't already fully involved. They met with Jovenel Moise last week, continued to co-sign with this regime, this unconstitutional, undemocratic regime. Jovenel Moise had no support in Haiti. And a lot of Haitian Americans, too, I hope a lot of Haitian Americans can jump on this and debate. And if you follow these Haitian American IG pages, they're like, today is your day to cry. And it's like, shoot, the last century has been your century to cry and and beyond mourning to fight back. So this whole thing about Jovenel Moise is a victim. Yeah. I don't think we should be either cavalier because I've heard the opposite end too. people out here celebrating his death. I'm like, yeah. The Haitian people were hungry yesterday, and the Haitian yeah. people are hungry today. Ain't, ain't nothing changed. Nothing changed. And they're just so going to have another puppet, another puppet in power. And that's who Claude Joseph, the prime, he's the acting interim Facts. prime minister. He's not even the official prime minister because they just named the seventh prime minister. These are uh, named by the executive, Jovenel Moise himself. These are not democratically executed prime ministers, the PHTK, the, the, the party in power, the bald-headed party. It's not even a, a professional name. And these are not professional individuals, um, right. which is one of the theories right now that they got rid of this dude, uh, different intelligence services, you know, the, the Central Intelligence Agency and other intelligence agencies in the U.S., such as the DEA, are in constant contact with their puppets, their neo-colonial agents in Iraq, mm-hmm. um, in Afghanistan, in Colombia, in Haiti. So they monitor these things very, very closely. This was a high-level hit. This was not like the gangsters down the block. Um, right. This one road up, this one road down. This was heavily guarded. Haiti, Port-au-Prince is the most socially stratified city on earth where you have the absolute uh, pole of excess, mansions, chandeliers, full security forces, you know, servants galore. Servants right. is a word we wouldn't even, wouldn't even be in our vocabulary. And right. then at the other pole, extreme misery. So it's not like some gangsters got some guns together at, 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 at 1 a.m. Like, yo, let's go run up on this fool. Is that um, what they're saying? They're trying to say this was like gangsters involved? <laughs> Well, maybe, um, you know, international gangsters with all types, <laughs> you know, gun runners and gun connections, mm-hmm. because these Haitian puppet regimes 
Um, a lot of them have direct training from the National Endowment for Democracy, like uh, Cloud Joseph, and that gets CIA money. So there's this whole umbrella. I, I think the gray zone does an incredible job at pointing out this uh, elaborate network of NGOs. And these, these guys they put in power have all types of U.S. expert um, training. We're still alleging exactly how it all played out. But this footage has emerged, this this night's footage. There was some type of neighbor saying, yo, they're taking a president. They're taking a president. Yeah, yeah. So I was crazy. just going through that footage like, what is this? What does this mean? Um, it's a violation of, of Haiti's sovereignty, no matter how you um, slice it. And is it, is it going to lead to further usurpations of Haiti's self-determination? That that's a that's a very good question. Uh, what was what is going to happen next? Um, because now that the Western media now wants to um, talk about it, when they have been avoiding talking about it since 2019, um, and I know that you were on the ground. Um, uh, two questions. Uh, so, in 2019, how serious was it, and the outcry of the working class in Haiti? Um, and then the last question would be, what do you think would be the future of the working class now that this is going on? I know we talked about intervention, but what is like your idea? Uh, what do you think is going to happen now that we have this situation with President Mose being assassinated? Yeah, um, 2019 was Um There's a lot of English fused into Haitian Creole uh, because of the nature of colonialism and neocolonialism. So Bay Lock meant locked down country and the Haitian mass movement had a strategy. If we lock down the country with protests and rallies and civil disobedience and every type of disobedience, forget being civil, because why do we have to be <laughs> civil with the class enemy and the imperialist right. enemy? Right. Um, if we lock down the country Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they're going to be so frustrated by Thursday, Friday, they can't operate business wise, economically, politically. So that was 2019. It was a mass movement. That's the mass movement. Um, I've been studying Haitian Creole uh, in in and out of Haiti in the diaspora since 1998. I mean, my entrance into the uh, Haitian revolutionary movement was vis-a-vis Haitians in DR. And that's a whole nother podcast and subject. But um, right. Haitians in DR have been treated as, as second-class citizens. There's a socioeconomic apartheid against Haitians in, in DR, and that's when it dawned on me, um, the necessity of learning uh, Haitian Creole, and that brought me into Haiti with these leftist forces who are very well-trained, very well-versed. They don't need no missionaries. They don't need no mercenaries. They don't need no Mormons, the triple M's of, of evil there. Um, they, all they need is themselves. So when Joe Biden's out there and Boris Johnson talking about count on us for anything, all the Haitian people want is for you to step back and leave them alone. But that's yes. something for the LA Times. And 100 the- years, bro. Literally. 100 years. Step back, white man. Is that simple? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And the Washington Post will never quote an important voice uh, like you. Chabadi or others. I'm actually interested. Uh, the Black Alliance for Peace has been doing uh, amazing work, and um, 
they had an interview yesterday with the Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal and the whole gamut of um, bourgeois newspapers. I'm curious because with these uh, big, just so people understand how the mainstream media works, they'll interview when 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 Fidel Castro died. Um, USA Today hit me up and. Um, USA Today was on the phone with me for 20, 25 minutes. And all they wanted me to do somehow, some way, pulling my teeth, they wanted me to somehow concede on some level that Fidel Castro was, uh, you can fill in the blank with the word that they would use, a dictator. <laughs> and I was like, and I told the dude, I was you? like. They wanted you? <laughs> and I was like, sir, how much time do you have to waste today? The same question remixed in nine manipulative ways. You're not going to get me. The true dictatorship is right here. And I know you'll never put that in USA Today. And um, they're just going to find the little sound bites that fit their narrative. So it'll right. be interesting for your audience to, they can then go through and, and piece through and see how the mainstream media will manipulate this. But th that's the number one demand right now of the anti-imperialist movement from New Haven to San Francisco across this uh, country, um, U.S. hands off of, of Haiti. Uh, to say for the U.S. to get involved in Haiti is crazy because the U.S. is involved in Haiti. Uh, yeah. I was yeah. I, I was in the middle of documenting so much. A lot got interrupted. Right now, it feels trivial. Some things I wanted to post. Maybe there'll be a time. Um, there's all these uh, sweatshops across Haiti. And outside the sweatshops, it says U.S. aid. And it's like, so these NGOs, these nonprofits, these U.S. government agencies, these these aid organizations directly support sweatshops, which pay Haitians three to four to five dollars a day. Jesus. Um, and I want to. Jesus Christ. Oh, no, it's worse. It's worse than a thousand. Jesus Christ. It just gets worse and worse. I, and, and that's something we've been talking about way before. You know, Moise got got um, assassinated mm -hmm. is one word. Murdered. <laughs> I remember Chris Rock. Chris world Rock. Star. Skit. Do you, yeah, world star. You remember <laughs> uh, Chris Rock had the skit where he was like, you know, Martin Luther King got assassinated. Um, what happened to Malcolm was an assassination. But Biggie Smalls, that was an assassination. And I'll let y'all watch the the clip <laughs> and, and and i'm not saying i'm not saying what happened to biggie smalls wasn't equally no. tragic but what vocabulary do we use and the words right. that we use with language liberation is very important and haitian americans right. like if you weren't crying last week don't start crying yesterday um mm. learn learn your true history because the man the power structure the ruling class that's what they've truly robbed um from Haitian Americans. So a lot of Haitian Americans are putting up Jovenel Moise as a victim, as a martyr. Yes, I've seen it all over, all over. And how do we, you know, and, and this is the battle of ideas. How do we, how do we interject with a different way forward? Um, another important part of this uh, battle of ideas is that there is hope. Uh, Haiti is always overcome. Haiti is the nice. eternal shining example of self-determination. The nice. Haitian people believe. And if the Haitian people can believe, why can't we believe? Um, when I left uh, late Monday, um, so I was out of there, what? 
24, less than 20, uh, something like 24 hours before this. Mm-hmm. You know, I had no idea of knowing that Haiti was going to become the number one news story in the world because who cares about Haiti, right? Um, yeah. Just interesting yeah. title for an, an article. Now everyone cares about Haiti. Haiti was trending for like 18 hours straight, which which for Haiti is probably some type of, of, of record. Right. Um, when I left, gasoline was $10 per gallon. Wow. $10 for a gallon of gas. And I was kicking it with these um, neighborhood teenagers, you know, thugged out. And I was just breaking balls. And they would go out at night with straws. And they would draw the, um, they would draw the gasoline out of uh, unsuspecting gas tanks. And that would be their little hustle than to go sell that gasoline. Um, so things are so dire, uh, in, in Haiti. And now all the articles are things are now worse in Haiti. How do you, how, how does it get worse than centuries of imperialist neo-colonial plunder? So this is a huge educational moment. That's the thing. That's the, that's the dialectical, the dialectical strangeness of this moment. Jovenel Moise's death, um, opened up this educational opportunity that we can, that we can step into. I mean, our phones are, um, my, my whole plan yesterday was to try to finally sleep and rest mm. after, I mean, Haiti's intense. Like you don't, yeah. the Haitians always break my balls. They're like, you can bring all the fans you want, but there's no electricity. So what you going to do with those fans? They're like, <laughs> we're going to buy you a $300 fan. What you going to do with it? So, you know, they like to tease me because I mean, when I was younger, I could, um, you know, I could thug it out, but I ain't, mm-hmm. I ain't so young Jabari no more. If I don't have my fan and it's still a hundred, look good, man. <laughs> a hundred human in Haiti, ain't nobody sleeping, you know, in, in, in the mosquitoes. So with your other uh, question, um, yeah. the future, you know, the right. future. Well, the main demand since February 7th when uh, Jovenel Moise, and I don't even think he ever had a constitutional mandate. We should dissect it. You know, five years ago, uh, he only got 500,000 votes in a country of 12 million. I mean, he was extremely unpopular. These were sham elections. He dissolved um, the 10 senators who exist. The Senate ceased to exist. He's been ruling by decree, meaning is one individual despot. So again, for anyone saying that he was a victim, it's just a strange, strange, strange formulation. Um, Yesterday, just to make another analogy to bring it home to a U.S. audience, like y'all remember when Trump got um, COVID? Mm -hmm. Like, were y'all sitting back like, poor Trump, he's he's got COVID. No, you weren't. So you're not going to cry for a neo-colonial dictator either. At the same time, we weren't wishing death on the dude. And a lot of us. I'm not going to lie. Right, well, you I, can say that. I can't say that publicly, but <laughs> you can say that. It's my I'll show. You. It's your show. Exactly. Well, I'm a guest. I'm going to keep it diplomatic. Um, me and Telesur actually were going back and forth live on the air yesterday because, mm-hmm. and this is an interesting point of international relations, you know, Telesur has to keep it diplomatic. Right. And Telesur is talking about all the flags of this country and that country are at half-mast. And I'm like, 
I said it straight up. I made it plain and said, with, with those flags at half mass last week when they killed Antoinette Duclair, when they killed mm-hmm. Diego Charles, when they killed this revolutionary and this journalist and this protester, that I was shoulder to shoulder with Zay Paul Sous Paul, as the Haitians say. And um until his soul was like throwing <laughs> it down. And it's just interesting. Um solidarity. Solidarity with who? How is the Haitian dictator? That's not the masses of Haiti. Solidarity with the Haitian people. Solidarity with the Haitian working class. Solidarity with Haitian women. Solidarity with the Haitian peasantry. Not solidarity with the sellouts, the Uncle Toms. Um, For those who who haven't been exposed to Creole, T-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
a little white boy. Um, but you know, it, that's that's the heritage of uh, five centuries of white supremacy perishing yeah. down on 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 Haiti. Um, the demand of Sali Piblik, a people's exit, a people's solution. No OAS, no United Nations. We got to stop saying United Nations. It's 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 the United Imperialist Powers. Thank you. God. It's the usurper. God. It's the usurper nations. The true UN. Uh, they have fucked the Palestinians. All right, fucked the Palestinians. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> where, yeah, yeah, as if the UN cared about the Palestinians, as if the usurped usurper nations cared about Haiti. Haiti's the Palestine mm-hmm. of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. and Palestine's the Haiti of the Middle East, the most neglected, the most displaced. And it's only people to people solidarity. Um, maybe we can put there in the in the in the public comments. Um, I'll put it to you here. I want to tell you the main one of the main revolutionary organizations on the ground there. It's called Mole Gaff. Um, because if I put it, will people see it in the comments? I don't know if yeah, they'll see it. They'll see oh, it in the stream yard. I, 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 get, uh, I get a lot of views later on. <laughs> the comments are wrong. The comments are disabled, so you can put the comments. Oh, disabled? Yeah, I think for me, uh, you, you you didn't trust me just that much, so you had to make sure you had a little extra <laughs> level. Sorry. You're like, I ain't talked to this cat in a few years. Let me make sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. I, no, I don't know how to bad. fix that, but um, yeah, it's there in now. Go. It's going on Facebook. It's going on YouTube and Twitter as we speak. So Molly Goff is the um, Black Panther Party mm-hmm. for Self-Defense or the Young Lords, if you will. Um, of of Haiti. Uh, these are the soldiers on the ground. These are poets. These are popular educators. These are mothers. These are fathers. And we want them to grow, uh, of course. So we have a people-to-people fundraiser. Um, as I was in Haiti, uh, we have to understand uh, devaluation of a people's currency is a weapon of war. It's something that we just accept. We're really an unthinking people. I say that in the most um, polite terms. We're an unthinking people that you can be in Haiti and wake up and your currency is called the the good, good Haitian. Um, The good could be worth 83 for one U.S. dollar in April. And then you wake up and magically it's 104 goods for one U.S. dollar. Who decides that? And of course, they'll say the invisible hand of the market and the push and pull <laughs> factors. If, if y'all go back to uh, those dreadful economy classes, which taught us nothing mm-hmm. back in undergraduate, those 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 traumatic uh, experiences um, where those teachers are basically miseducated to miseducate. Um, how do you devalue a people's currency? And then you want to build walls. So the Dominican government, what's the Dominican government doing right now? They're building a wall against Haiti and they immediately closed their borders uh, yesterday morning. Of course. Thank you. Thank you, Dominican Republic. Thank you so much for being freaking colonized. That damn government. I swear to God. <laughs> no, it's painful. That's what you do? You do? Like, really? You're on the same fucking island. Like the same shit that's gonna happen to Haiti is you targeted next, bro. Like it's gonna happen. Stop acting, trying to act like you're different. You black. <laughs> oh, you can you can curse on this podcast. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm get, let me get my little curses in. So <laughs> students of Haitian Creole, you say colon get mama blanc. That would mean like go f imperialism. Colon get mama blanc. 
And if you literally translate that, it's not pretty. You know, curse words when you translate like the old school Russian Soviet curse words, you'd like be calling someone's mother a boar or a pig or a swine. It's like that type of translation. So people should, they can go look up colon get mama blah. But that's a shout. That's 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 you know a warning to the imperialists. The Haitian people are gonna resist any further encroachment on their sovereignty, even if all they have is machetes and rocks. Just like the United Nations um, occupation of 2004, which was shamefully led by Brazil. Um, and, and Lula, we would support Lula against the right wing. But Lula, in terms of um, what he did to, uh, to, to Haiti, I think, I don't know if Lula's ever spoken about this publicly, but it's the great scar. I, I follow him on Twitter and I, ever since he got out and um, I haven't seen him speak about it. I saw that he's running again. I don't know if that's still going. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's not that, um, you know, again, we, we don't want to be extremists. We want to mm -hmm. be dialectical. We want to be balanced in our thinking because people, when Lula got out of jail, I I, 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 I tweeted something about Lula's out mm -hmm. and something against fascism. And if you're not against capitalism, you're not against fascism. And all these people, you know, Haiti watchers hit me up. Oh, you so that means that you supported the yeah, the uh, colonial occupation of Haiti. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, Lula's being attacked from the right wing. That doesn't take away from the crimes that these 2,000 Brazilian soldiers, the initial force was 10,000 U.S. troops led by Brazilian generals, um, which Lula really didn't even have control over because the Brazilian ruling class is also split over... Right. PT and Bolsonaro, things are more complex and people just want to put it all on Lula. But Lula, he was the president, so he has mm -hmm. to take the, take the rap. Yeah. And that goes back to the colonized thinking that you put on the Dominican government, the Dominican ruling class. Tonight, I have a debate in DR. Um, it's, it's one of the first times the right wing has finally accepted a debate. Um about about Haiti. Um, the name of the debate is something like terribly racist. It's like typical Dominican ruling class racist language. It's like Haiti, more corruption and voodoo-ism or, or you are or international salvation. It's the worst title ever. Wow. And but we want to be in those ideological arenas. Right. That's what we need to be. Thanks. You know, that's why what you're doing, Jabadi, is important. Who can you reach? You need to reach them young sisters and brothers on the block who really haven't been exposed to Haiti. I mean, what have we heard about Haiti our entire lives? Catastrophe, earthquake, tragedy, little kids flies around their heads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. not that's not Haiti. Um, well, I don't want to take up more of your time. I want to thank you so much for coming. I have one last question, and this is actually a funny question. Somebody asked me, do they think that it was the Venezuelans that assassinated the president? And that that question could only come from somebody in the U.S. who has unfortunately been exposed to ABC, CNN. <laughs> I forgot that this was supposed to be a funny question. I thought it was going to be like humor in the sense of real humor. And I started to answer the question in the most serious way. But the propaganda is is so thick. Uh, Venezuela, 
what Venezuela did for Haiti and what Haiti's done for Venezuela, the Venezuelan people in the Gran Colombia, because remember, Bolivar wasn't just operating, and, and people should study Bolivar's trajectory, and I'm making yes. an ascending trajectory because, okay, he was born into a slave-holding family, but how did he die? He died on the front lines against slavery, and yeah. it was Boyer and Christophe and the Haitians who educated um Bolivar. So sh people should study Bolivar's uh, trajectory. And, and it's, it, it, people ask this question: Was Bolivar good or bad? No, no, no. Things are more complex. That doesn't. That does. That's a catchy name for a podcast. Mm -hmm. um, little wink out there to whoever is listening for a future podcast. But it's a lot deeper. Like this five hundred page books that you have mm -hmm. to read to begin to peel back those, those layers. So to try to somehow say that the Venezuelans were involved in this is, is, is ridiculous. Um, it's like, you know, it's like on nine 11 out of the 19 attackers, uh, 13 were Saudi. Yeah. Um, us didn't invade Saudi Arabia. You can't invade an invaded country. There were already half a million troops stationed there in order to invade Iraq. Right, right. Already a neo colony. So that's why they're going to villainize um, Venezuela because they need every excuse they can. Uh, but why would. And that's why I think Telesur's tone was so tempered. Flags are at half mast. And in the word in Spanish is magnicidio, which doesn't translate to English, but it means. Um, the death of a ruling figure or a, we, we say regicide in English, but that's the death of a king. But I was like magnicidio. And is this really a day of mourning? And um, Telesur has to be a lot more diplomatic because when you're confronting a blockade, Venezuela has the right to trade with anybody so they can feed their people. Right. And they can put gasoline in their tanks and they can extract their own oil, which the blockade doesn't allow them to do as the Marco Rubios and the Joe Bidens and the Trumps seized Citgo and PDVSA and uh, the Bank of England seized um, $200 billion worth of Venezuelan gold. Highway robbery from Haiti to Venezuela, same system, same enemy, one struggle. One struggle. Oh man, thank you so much, Danny Shaw. I don't want to take up more of your time. I know you're a very busy guy helping making this world such a better fucking place for working class people. And um, uh, last last remarks, um, I just want to thank you so much for giving me your phone number and, and coming on this show, man. You're, you're, you're definitely your friend of the show. I'd love to have you back on again. Um, and you have a really good day, bro. Have a good day. Yeah, thank you. I'll just say goodbye to uh, everybody. Um, we just, we just coming back into the U.S., we lost a 19-year-old uh, overdose. And it's like right back to Babylon. I left one part of Babylon. The whole capital of the system is Babylon. And until we fight back and, and politicize the addiction and the overdoses, um, you're right before this, I got to keep it real, you know, honest and spiritual. I came out of my 12-step recovery because all these things, we're human. Right. Um, and, and like, how do you fall asleep at night when what they're doing to Haiti and when they're killing our 19-year-olds? My son's 19. Um you know, and, and so all power to the people. We're going we're going to keep fighting. Stay right. strong. Thank you so much, Danny. Uh, blessings. Have a good day. Peace, peace. Effectively transforming community. Peace in our human family.
Volume and unity. Divine light shining individually. Collectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. So below, feel the pain in my soul, the rep he'll dissolve. Organize, no matter the cost. Politicians starts wars, they don't fight, they send the poor. And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together. Give hell to the masses, watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids and the culture. It's one love, one growth, one light, light warriors.